0: You are listening to the official podcast of the Mission Redlands. We are a growing community living out God's radical love. Well, good morning, Mission family i 'm um, Pastor Jason if you don 't know thank you for letting us into your home this morning, uh, whether it 's Sunday morning or you 're watching at a later time we 're just glad to be connecting with you uh, if it 's been a while since you've left us a comment or a like, please do so we we 're not just a church we 're a family, and we want to know that our family is still out there connecting with the mission so so let us know you 're out there um, my you know, I I said, we're not just a church, we're a family. And and my family, uh, when I was very small, uh, was a church family. We went to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday evening, and every Wednesday. Um, And then, you know, um, I got saved at a very young age. And then later on in life, I decided that I, I didn't believe in God and I didn't, I just went to church because my mom made me, you know, and all this stuff, but I've been around church for a long time i I have been in church for most of my life, whether I was actually believing in Jesus at the moment or not, but um you know, I feel like there's this phrase that I can recall um you know. That circulates around the church sometimes, and and uh, it, it, it's this phrase: "Walk by faith, walk by faith." Right? Uh, you know, it comes out of Second Corinthians five seven that says, "For we walk by faith and not by sight." Um, but what does it mean to walk? By faith. Hebrews 11 tells us that uh, faith is assurance. It, it is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith is confidence in something that I can't see. So walking by faith means that my actions are dictated by something I have trust in but cannot see. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite quotes in the whole world is by uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And it says this, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. I, I was actually in a band for a while that we got our name out of that quote. And, and uh, I just, I love that quote because, uh, because I have faith uh, that my actions, so, so if I have faith, my actions are dictated by that faith. That's what it means to uh, walk by faith. Walking by faith is a term that is thrown around all the time in church. But I wonder, what kind of faith are we actually walking out you know, like I said, I, you know, I grew up in church and I came back to Jesus when I was about 18 and I, I devoted my whole life to him. And um, from that point out, I, you know, I, I have been a man of faith. I, I'm a believer in Jesus, but what kind of faith am I walking out? Is it a deep and true faith that believes everything that Jesus said he will do, he can and will do? Brian Bell said that a few weeks back, maybe a month ago, and it stuck with me uh, that faith is believing that everything he said he will do, he can and will do. Is it a faith that overflows with sincere gratitude for what Jesus has done for me? Is my faith based in gratitude for what Jesus has done for me? Or are there boundaries on my faith, right? Boundaries that never allow my faith to penetrate beyond my surface need, right? A faith that never is allowed to penetrate beyond my surface need. A faith that just visits gratefulness from time to time if the conditions are right and I'm feeling blessed at the moment. This kind of faith walked out usually ends up revolving around blessing, right? We end up desiring God's blessing more than we actually desire God. We end up looking more for the gifts from God than looking upon our relationship with God as a gift that Jesus paid for, right? When this blessing-based faith Is the faith we walk in, our approach to God becomes, in the words of the great theologian Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately, right? As believers, we can buy into this, what have you done for me lately, God? Faith, right? So what kind of faith are we walking out? Is it a faith that desires the blessing or the blesser, right? No passage illustrates this better than Luke 17, uh, beginning at verse 11, and I'm reading from the NLT. Um, Would you turn there with me as I give you some background? Jesus, at this point in in Luke 17, is between locations at the moment. He's He's in a borderland, right? And as we all know, weird things happen in borderlands, right? People buy very weird things while in their car from people on bikes, right? Like a knit blanket with Elvis's face on it or something, right? Um, just weird stuff happens in borderlands. And, uh, but Jesus is about to be approached by a group of outcasts who desire something from him uh, and they, they want something from him, right? And so let's just see how this plays out because this will illustrate walking by faith. Uh, So Luke 17, 11, uh, New Living Translation, I'm gonna read through verse 19. Here we go. As Jesus continued on towards Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, 10 men with leprosy stood at a distance crying out, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, praise God, He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, didn't I heal 10 men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except for this foreigner And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Okay, so I I love this story. This is one of my favorite Jesus accounts in the whole Bible. And I just want to break it down a little bit. So Jesus is on his way towards Jerusalem. He's in between Galilee and Samaria. And uh, he's in a village there. And he's walking, and all of a sudden, off in the distance, he hears this cry, this cry, um, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And he, and he looks, and, and off in the distance is, are, are, are 10 men who have leprosy, and, and they weren't off in the distance um, because they wanted to be. Lepers were social outcasts. Uh, at, at this time, not only uh, do lepers have sores that get infected, that can't be healed, and, and it smells bad, but it's wildly contagious. So they were the outcasts of the culture, and so here, the, here they are, this group of 10 men, these outcasts, calling out for Jesus, can you think about the isolation those, those men must have felt, right? We're in isolation right, right now, a lot of us, uh, because of COVID-19, but this would be isolation on a whole other level. They would be isolated from their own culture, right? And I say t- almost every day to someone, Isolation is one of the enemy's most effective tools because we were designed to be in community. But so here they are, this, this, little, um, this little culture within a culture uh, of these outcasts, these people who were isolated and they had heard of Jesus and they were bound and determined to get Jesus's attention. Have mercy on us. And Jesus looked at them and said something very strange. He didn't say, be healed. He didn't say, okay, I hear you, I'm coming over. He, didn't, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. Because leprosy was known to go into remission sometimes where it was uh, less... Uh, potent than before and the only way a leper could could be shown to be cured was if they were inspected by a priest but Jesus didn't say be healed now go see your priest he said go show yourself to the priest so here these 10 men are with leprosy and they still have leprosy after Jesus said, go show, the, go show yourself to the priest. But verse 14 in the latter part of the verse says this, and as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. As they went. So they had to have faith that if they went to show themselves to the priest, they would be cleansed, they would be healed, right? So they had to take the first step without seeing the whole staircase, right? That's what these 10 men had to do, right? As they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. Verse 15 says this, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. And then this one little snippet, this little tiny sentence, this man was a Samaritan. Okay, so Now we just found out something new about this culture of leprosy within a culture. This little gang of 10 men were mixed, Samaritans and and Jewish men, right? And so Jews and Samaritans hated each other. Jewish men thought Samaritans were basically half-breeds, like dogs, right? And so here is this man, who to a Jewish man w- would be just the lowest of the low, praising God, praising God, thanking Jesus for what he has done. And it's worth noting. That's why that little sentence is in there, right? And, and verse 17, Jesus asked, he he knows the answer to this question, but he asks it anyways. Jesus does stuff like this all the time. He says, didn't I heal 10 men? I can't remember. Did, weren't there 10 of you guys, right? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner, you, the Samaritan, the person that all those other men probably disliked? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Now, something that is interesting to me is that that word healed at the end, that's different than cleansed. That's different than um, uh, the the word heal earlier on in uh, the scripture. This word word healed that Jesus uses in Greek your faith has healed you is sozo sozo and it means it literally translates to mean saved saved your faith has saved you has saved you right and I think this is such a beautiful story because we're talking about faith, right? Walking out our faith. Well, 10 men walked out their faith, but what kind of faith were they walking out? Were they walking out a faith that was focused on getting the blessing? Or were they walk, walking out a faith that was focused and grateful to the blessed, sir. Only the Samaritan comes back to Jesus. Everyone else was so focused on being proved cleansed by the priest. The Samaritan stopped in his tracks once he was healed. To come back and bow at the feet of Jesus. Not focused on the the blessing, focused on the power of the blesser, the goodness of the blesser, the faithfulness of the blesser. So I want to ask you this question is it possible to receive God's great gift with an ungrateful heart? Is it possible to receive God's great gifts with an ungrateful heart? Because 10 men received, only one returned. Right? All 10 lepers were healed but only one was made whole. If the faith you walk out is marked by blessing and not by the blesser, you are missing it. You are missing it. Both, uh, all ten men walked out their faith. All, all ten men had faith that Jesus could heal them. But for nine of them, when they received the blessing, that's where their faith stopped. All ten were healed. Only one was made whole. And what I want for you, mission family, what I desire for you, what I am trying to give my life to is to help you not only be healed, but be made whole by Jesus so that you can walk out a deep and true and sincere faith that's based on gratitude for what Jesus has done for you. I struggle with this in my own life, guys. There are times where I have to speak, How, when I have to put together a message, and all of a sudden I realize that I'm not prepared. And so I go to God and say, Lord, God, please, please give me a word. Bless this word. Don't let me say anything that's not of you. You know, give me that blessing, I need it. when I should have been living in gratitude and honoring and spending time with the blesser all the way along, and I let it slide into living for the blessing. The truth is when we walk out our faith every day in gratitude, alongside Jesus, spending time with Jesus in prayer and in the word, you can't help but live a life of gratitude. And gratitude is the gateway to joy, not happiness deeper than that, joy. And so right now, Mission Fam, Right now, I want you to think about what kind of faith are you walking out day by day? Are you living from blessing to blessing with God? Or are you living with the blesser? Are you honoring the one Who gives the gifts, or are you just looking for the gifts? Don't be the other nine. Don't settle just for being healed. Our desire for this community is for each and every person to be made whole in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, I once again thank you for your word that is a light to our feet that guides us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides us. And I just pray right now that any person who is living from blessing to blessing, any believer, that they would feel that conviction in their heart right now, Holy Spirit. But that It wouldn't be of guilt, it would be of desire. You know what? I don't want to just look for the blessing. I want to live with joy and gratitude for Jesus. I want the deeper work, the deeper miracle. Father, I pray you guide us in the week ahead as we are tempted to reach out for blessing that we would remember and honor you as the blesser because you love to give your children good gifts because you are a good father. Let us honor you as such, Father. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You are listening to the official podcast of The Mission Redlands. For more information, visit us at themissionredlands.com.